This is the Judge Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Uh, we are going to be speaking with Florida Santa Rosa County Sheriff Bob Johnson. Now, Bob Johnson is obviously a sheriff and a law enforcement expert, expert and he's an elected county sheriff. Uh, please join me in welcoming Sheriff Bob Johnson to the show. Uh, sheriff, thanks so much for being with us this morning. Uh, I, I, you're there, right? Yes, I am. It's my pleasure. All right, good. All right, Sheriff, let me give a little background. Uh, there was uh, a, uh, a, a break-in and, uh, in your jurisdiction, and your solution, as violence rages across this country and people don't know how to handle it, is basically to gun down the bad guys. And I want to play uh, one of the, the sound of you that we have on tape, guys. I think it's cut two. We don't know what homeowner, which homeowner shot at him. Um, I guess they think that they did something wrong, which they did not. If somebody's breaking in your house, you're more than welcome to shoot them in Santa Rosa County. We prefer that you do, actually. Okay, so there it is. Now, Sheriff, in Florida, you have a uh, stand your ground. Uh, It is absolutely legal what you said, and you're basically urging homeowners to shoot burglars. Why? Well, you know, if somebody breaks into your house, they're obviously not there to give you some cookies or give you a hug. They're in there to break the law further, i.e. attack you, rape you, steal all your stuff. So um, if they know that the other side of that door has an armed citizen, 99% of these guys aren't going to bust in on you. They're gonna, they'll, they'll look for a place where they know there are no guns, i.e. Chicago. Uh, gun-free zone, and I know that's working out real well for them out there. But I will tell you this, in Santa Rosa County, we have a a safety course, gun safety course. It's always filled up, and um, we take our weapons seriously down here, and um, you roll the dice if you kick in a door here. Well, you know, the stand your ground law certainly allows a person to use deadly force in public, even if they know they could safely avoid any need for violence by simply stepping away from the incident or retreating. And apparently, Sheriff, more than half of the United States of the states in the U.S. have now adopted stand your ground policies. But clearly, you know, a man's home is his castle. A woman's home is her castle. Uh, self-defense laws justify a person's use of lethal force. And, you know, I, I must tell you, I was pleased when I heard you say that because, you know, as, as someone, you know, has prosecuted crime for, you know, the majority of her life, uh, I, I truly believe that criminals expect people to just lay down and take it. And now they know that there's no consequences with the no cash bail. And so, you know, everything is a free for all for them. And I think that your statement kind of shook a lot of people to their core. And, uh, you know, it recognizes how dangerous it is, even in your own home. Yeah, exactly. And what's really ironic about this situation is, you know, I'm getting death threats. They're calling my office and threatening to come kill me. And, uh, you know, the girls up there get upset. And I told them, I said, look, these people calling, they can't buy a gun in the state they live in anyway. So there's no real worry. But um, these people who preach against violence are giving me death threats, which makes perfect sense, I guess. 
Well, yeah, and they obviously don't know the law, Sheriff. And I give you a lot of credit for standing your ground and reminding everyone that they have a right to defend themselves. But I, I want to segue a little bit here because, uh, you know, the war on cops doesn't get enough media attention. And uh, right now the statistics are that 73 officers were intentionally killed in the line of duty in 2021. Uh, nearly 50% higher than in 2020. And the way they're being killed is either, you know, simply because they're wearing the badge or by ambush or, um, you know, sitting in a car. I mean, this is, uh, you know, you're a target because you're a police officer. What are you experiencing in Florida in your jurisdiction? Well, we're really blessed down here. We're about 80% Republican. Um, they love us here. I tell everybody 99% of our citizens love and support law enforcement, and that other 1% is in my jail right now. So um, <laughs> we're not experiencing that here, but I do feel for my brothers and sisters in all these states where they're not appreciated, you know, where um, the criminals get all the good treatment and the cops get the bad treatment, which, you know, they're finding out now instead of defund the police, they're trying to refund the police out on the West Coast. And I'll tell you right now, as you know, it's a lot easier to keep the crime rate low than to let it spike and then try to bring it back down. And that's what they're trying to deal with out there. They're learning a hard lesson. Well, you know, Sheriff, it it shocks me and anyone who's got half a brain to think that having fewer cops is going to make people safer. Uh, And then, you know, people are in places like Seattle, which now uh, is refunding the police because crime got out of control. I mean, were they really that stupid to think that it would be better with fewer police or with all the ambushes that we're seeing? You really want to send a social worker with a police officer into an apartment building? on a domestic violence call, which is one of the most dangerous, or on patrol, which, you know, a traffic stop, which is another one of the most dangerous. Yeah, they just don't get it. They really don't. And like you said, less cops makes you safer. Really, who thinks that? I mean, obviously they do out there. But, I mean, if you have, you know, two brain cells that you can rub together, you understand that law enforcement has to be there. The fundamental purpose of government is the protection of its citizens. So, you know, they're hamstringing the cops out there on the West Coast and and crime's going through the roof and they can't understand why they don't get it. It's, you know, yeah. well, like a Rubik's what cube about or Black Lives Matter, the organization. Now, they've they've gotten something like 90 million dollars. No one is taking credit for being at the helm of the organization. They bought a lot of nice mansions. Uh, and, you know, the attorneys general who are looking into the financial aspects of this uh, aren't getting any answers. But, you know, when you peel back the layer of the onion a little bit, you say to yourselves, well, who are these woke corporations who gave money to Black Lives Matter? And why aren't they demanding to know where that money went? You know, is it making it better for kids in the inner city? Are there after school programs? You know, how is it helping black lives? No one seems to be getting an answer from the woke corporations. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is my saying, okay, all lives matter. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care your sexual preference. It does not matter to me. If you're a citizen of Santa Rosa County, you get afforded the same protection. And um, back to the first topic, you know, that's why, you know, our response times are pretty quick on violent calls, probably three to five minutes. But think what can happen in three to five minutes. I mean, a lot. So that's why we tell everybody, no matter what your color, 
it doesn't matter out here. Arm yourself, protect yourself at all times, and we'll help as much as possible. But the Black Lives Matter movement, to me, it's just it's one of those things that popped up after uh, Chauvin got arrested, which he needed to. Um, And it, it took off. And now I think it's kind of dwindling down a little bit because I think people are finally getting it that it, the color of skin doesn't matter. I mean, all lives matter. And if somebody gets murdered or whatever, it doesn't matter the color. Um, they're still a victim. And, you know, we got to stop this race stuff. I mean. Well, yeah. And, you know, Sheriff, when you look at what's going on in the United States, I mean, wherever you go, I mean, people are together. I mean, we are together. It's all of a sudden it's a small group of people get out and say, oh, it's all about race. This doesn't get along with this. They don't get along with that. we got to have critical race theory in the school. Well, you know, go into any town in America and, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm not a spring chicken. I've been around for a while. I mean, you know, people of color and white people, I mean, they get along. I mean, you don't even it's not even worth mentioning. You know, um, and it, it is a it's a narrative that they created to create tension and to create problems and to enrich a certain amount of people who are using the organization. But I want to go back because we're running out of time. I, I do want to go back to the issue of law enforcement. I mean, when when someone in your jurisdiction you know, says that they want to get a gun or they, you know, that they want to learn to protect themselves. Are they, I mean, what kind of training do they go through? Well, the the classes we offer, we have um, SWAT trained officers. And basically what they do is you bring your gun, the one you're going to use to protect yourself, and you bring your ammo. And then you spend two hours in a classroom and our officers go over everything about, um, Every target acquisition, how to point it, how to aim, how to reload, how to even break it apart and clean it. And then after you get all the, the instruction in the classroom, you actually go out to the range and they spend a couple of hours um, teaching you to shoot until you become confident with the weapon. And then we release them out into the public and say, hey, here you are. Get your concealed weapon permit. And when you get it, carry a firearm. We want all the people who are eligible in Santa Rosa County to get a concealed weapons permit, to get one and carry the gun. It makes the entire county safer when we do that. And um, what is the percentage, Sheriff, if you know, of women compared to men? Um, Actually, there's probably a little bit more women taking the class than men. I would say it's probably about probably 60, 40 women to men. And what is the what is the minimum age that you would allow someone to come in to take a course? Uh, twenty one. Twenty one in the uh, state of Florida, you can possess a handgun when you're twenty one years of age. You can possess a shotgun when you're eighteen, but it's handguns are twenty one. Okay, and um, in terms of bail, what's happening with the DA and the judges in your jurisdiction? Um, here in the Panhandle of Florida, we still have bail. Um, there's no talk about getting rid of it. And we have some of the finest judges in Santa Rosa County. And if you do something really stupid, like the guy we're talking about that was broke into four houses, he just gets out of prison, does a six and a half year stint in prison for home invasion that we send him off to. And he gets out and does it again. Uh, I guarantee you, he's going to get a pretty uh, stiff sentence. 
Well, I'll tell you, I mean, your quote that uh, really got nationwide attention, if someone is breaking into your house, you're more than welcome to shoot them in Santa Rosa County. We prefer that you do, actually, Johnson said in a press conference following the break-in. Uh, and you guys had been following him and caught him about 15 minutes after he was shot. He had been arrested 17 times. What is going on? 17 times the guy is out of jail. And, you yeah. know, I say to people all the time, Sheriff, I say, you know what? To get arrested, you've got to have some problems before you even get to that point. You know, yeah. think of how many times you, you were able to get by before you got that arrest or before you got that conviction. You know, but that's just Yeah, me. exactly. And that's another reason I said what I said. You get tired of dealing with these same people. They just don't get it. They don't care about anybody other than themselves. And um, this guy, I guarantee if he gets 20 years, when he gets out, he's going to do it again. Guaranteed. Yep. I'll yep. guarantee it. So um, you got to make a stand, and sooner or later, um, he's going to kick the wrong door in. And it, well, he almost did this time, but like I said, the homeowner missed him. But um, he's going to kick in the wrong door one time, and then it's all going to be over. Yeah, yeah. Well, I must tell you, Sheriff, it's been a pleasure having you uh, on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers show. Sheriff Bob Johnson from Santa Rosa County in Florida who uh, who uh, talks the talk and walks the walk. It's not just the talk. Sheriff, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Judge. I appreciate it. All right. And up next on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I'm going to be taking your calls on the Friends of the Court hotline. There's a lot to talk about, and I will gavel out with my closing argument. It's all coming up here on the Tunnel to Towers Red Apple Audio Network. 